0: podcast number 401 i'm mike along with joel (laughs) cut yeah start over i think we pretty much uh we pretty much don't need take two and three over these last 400 podcasts (laughs) we just we just
1: roll with it what you see is what you get that's right i think a few weeks ago i even even in the middle of the show i said all right i'll edit that out you said no leave it in and so i left it in and it was just (laughs) what it was yes yes <laughs> and yes. that's what you get with us it is what it is yeah the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> for better or worse <laughs> <laughs> so should i cut this part out <laughs> nah now nah, let's leave it this time <coughs> how about that cough right
0: there there we go uh,
1: i like it i like it good all right it's, now it's, let's get
0: serious yeah it just
1: shows that we're human that's all <laughs> <laughs> that's right hey uh Good news to talk about this week on German and Grace, podcast number 401, starting off this series of 100 podcasts that we'll be doing on whatever topic we... Uh, have we ever... I don't think we could ever do 100 on a particular subject. But, oh,
0: don't get me started. Oh, I'm sure there's some things. I wish we would have thought of that sooner, because now we're, we're going to talk about this, and I don't want to talk about what we're going to talk about today for oh. 100
1: programs. <laughs> That's true. And it is, it's kind of a weird thing. I saw something on Facebook, something posted, and I I think we'll use it as a springboard to get into what we're talking about, but, you know, because we've been talking about, you know, where are your accusers? The people who would pick up stones to throw at you, Jesus came not to condemn, but to save. And then other people would bring out scriptures, of course, about how God has accepted us and the Beloved and so many wonderful things that God has done for us. And so somebody went to a kind of a a different extreme with this and said that if you see any scripture in the Bible, if you see anything in the Bible that would make you feel as if there was ever any separation between you and God, it's not inspired by the Holy Spirit. And I just had to say, could that ever be so any more off than what it is, than than what it sounds like? It's just, I I think some people are trying to go to such an extreme that they're missing the good, true purpose of a lot of things that are written in the Bible— And instead of, you know, what you and ICAP have really focused on is looking at the Old Covenant and the New Covenant in their proper contexts, realizing that there was a reason for the Old Covenant, a very legitimate reason for the Old Covenant. God had this covenant with Israel for a purpose, and then, with that purpose having been fulfilled, the New Covenant came along— and we've talked lots about that over the years. And so instead of throwing away that entire Old Covenant and the things that happened in the Old Testament and even some things that happened in the Scriptures we know as the New Testament, instead of throwing those things away, we look at them in what we believe is, a, is the proper context. But some people are taking these things and saying, as if they never happened or as if God never had anything to do with it. But man, I'm telling you, there was a good reason for the law and for the reason that people were condemned and then the reason, of course, that Jesus came. So I don't know how we, where we want to go with this, but well, kind of addressing some of that stuff.
0: <laughs> what you just quoted there from somebody, I think it was Facebook, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't, I don't know who it was. You can't remember who it was, so that's beside the point. If we knew, we wouldn't say. Right. I think if you've listened to our last 400 podcasts, mentioning names is not something we normally do, mm-hmm. unless it's a good thing. And, and and I don't like to talk down to people, but since I don't know who this is and I probably never will, I'm just going to say this. That is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it blows my mind. Okay, and, and to call yourself a believer and then to suggest that there's a lot of scripture that we should take a black highlighter to, and I see this all the time, not only among grace people but legalists as well. We may not understand everything there is to know about God's Word. 2 Timothy 3.16, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness or training, discipline. Now, I think personally there, there might be a difference between Scripture that is given by inspiration and Scripture that is inspired and I've given the example on a, on a past podcast, probably a couple hundred programs ago, but you know, there's a scripture that says Jesus has a demon. And there's lots of examples we could probably give, I just think this is a good one. If you were to just pluck a verse out, not knowing where it came from or anything, you can find one that says Jesus uh, is possessed by a demon of some kind. But if you look at the context of the scripture, you come to realize it was the Pharisees who said that, and their statement was not true so their statement was not inspired by god but it is true that they said it so the scripture was given by inspiration it it, Mm. it happened It, it was there it was true that that occurred and so when it comes to scriptures that don't make us feel good or feel like that we're condemned by god or anything like that any of those scriptures instead of getting rid of them as this person seems to suggest why don't we just put them in the proper context? As you were saying, Joel, a big part of that is understanding the difference between the old covenant that we were not under and the new covenant that we are under.
1: Yeah, and, and here's another example, and, and this is uh, different from what you were bringing up. This is the actual, the words of Jesus. And so, is there anything that Jesus said that wasn't inspired <laughs> inspired by the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, I and my... Father are one, you know, and he he said that I only, I say what I see my Father saying, and and I I do what what I see my Father doing, and here's something that Jesus said, well, let me just read it here. You and I, Cap, we've covered this plenty of times over the years in our podcast, but Jesus said, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And so what some people will do is they'll, like you say, they'll just take a a black highlighter to that and just erase it from the scriptures. But what we're saying is that, wow, you know what? That in and of itself, that statement from Jesus would make his hearers think to themselves, wow, unless I forgive others, God's not going to forgive me. Basically, bottom line of that statement there. And so, again, some people would say, well, that makes me feel separated from God, and so let's just, let's just get rid of that verse right there. But what you and I have done, Cap, we've looked at that in the context of Jesus was talking under the Old Covenant to people who were under the Old Covenant. It was an Old Covenant teaching, and it was real. It was true. Jesus was giving a true saying right there. He was speaking the truth. But he was speaking the truth, again, under the Old Covenant. But what happened when he went upon the cross is that our forgiveness came from the cross. And so that Old Covenant teaching, it had a purpose at at the time that Jesus said it, under the Old Covenant. But now we have a whole new covenant. It's a different covenant that we live under, the New Covenant, where God has taken away our sins, where he remembers our sins no more. And so it's not that if we don't forgive others, God won't forgive us, but rather it's that we have already been forgiven, and so let's forgive others. And so that's just one of the many things that Jesus himself said that would have made people feel bad about themselves, but again, we have to look at it in the right context.
0: And that's what we're saying, is that I I think people sometimes just act—I mean— for somebody to, to post, if, if, and if you don't remember what Joel said, go back to the beginning of our podcast here because I, I still think it's phenomenal, but for somebody to make a post like that or to, to say something like that, I mean, that, that implies that you are going to be the one, <laughs> whoever said that, you are going to be the one to tell us which ones are going to be eliminated from the, the scripture and which ones are going to stay, and who's going to be in charge of that? You know, who's going to be in charge of deciding which verses need to be highlighted under a black highlighter and taken out and which ones are going to stay? I can guarantee you there's a, a whole lot of black highlighting that's going to be going on as I thumb through my Bible here right now. And as I said before, maybe our understanding of the scripture isn't perfect. The word may be perfect, but maybe our understanding of it isn't. But attempting to understand the gospel and rightly divide this word of truth because there's a there's a great story being told here from cover to cover true a lot of it doesn't apply to us directly but there's still a, a neat story where if you can connect the dots all the way from the beginning of the old testament to the end of of the new and see that there's something going on here now I don't I'm not going to say that I understand it all either I don't I don't even understand this tremendous story about Christ I just understand little fragments of it here and there, but there are dots being connected from the old covenant to the new pointing to Christ. And even though we as Gentiles were not under that old covenant, there is something for us to learn. From Why things happened the way they did and it will help us uh, in our understanding of the, of the gospel one thing I wanted to mention Joel again a scripture we, we have quoted on a past podcast uh, I think earlier this year after Jesus died and, and rose again he you know he kind of grabbed his disciples and he began to, to share with them the scriptures from the law of, and Moses through the all of the prophets. And he began to share with them and open their eyes to those Old Testament scriptures that we have so much trouble understanding and showed them how they related to him. That's what he did after the cross, after he rose again.
1: Right, yeah. And just as we kind of wrap up here, just one more quick example, because there's a lot of people I've been hearing saying that God never had any such thing as wrath, that there was never any such thing as God's wrath, because they want to just kind of candy coat everything, and make it look like God is simply this God of love and fluffiness and happiness. And yes, God is love. I celebrate the fact that God is love. Part of his being is also this. Look at Psalm ninety-five, eleven, real quickly here. I won't read the whole thing because we're running out of time here, but it says, God says, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And then, but here's the thing. Look at what it says then in Hebrews 3. People would say, all right, that wasn't inspired by God, because God saying he's wrathful, no, 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 no. But here's what Hebrews 3 says. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, and then it goes and quotes that passage from Psalm. So that was inspired by the Holy Spirit, because the writer says that that's what the Holy Spirit said. I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Of course, then, instead of taking that out of the Bible, instead of taking Psalm 95 out of the Bible, or those words, we look at it in the proper context. And of course, as you go and read Hebrews, where the writer quotes that verse again, saying that the Holy Spirit said it, we realize that a point is being made. There was an old covenant, there was a God who was wrathful, and Jesus Christ took that wrath upon himself, as you can read all throughout the book of Hebrews. And in our place, he died, and our sin was taken away. So anyway, the point, again, is, uh, because we really got to end here, is that th- the Bible is full of all kinds of wonderful things, stories, and things for us to read and to know and to understand. We don't erase the parts that we don't agree with. We just look at them in the proper context. That's all we're trying to say. And speaking of God's love and not taking verses out of context, hopefully one of the things that we won't take out of context is God's unconditional love and how it was demonstrated on the cross Next week on Growing in Grace We're going to take a look At how God demonstrated his love toward us That's coming up next week on Growing in Grace At growingingrace.org.
0: This has been Growing in Grace With Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski Heard online through various internet sources Around the world each week To access hundreds of past programs Visit graceroots.org Share it with a friend And listen again next week For more Growing in Grace